Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everybody. Uh, Anthony here. Before we get going, I want to send some positive vibes, some prayers out to the James family. Uh, obviously, by the time you guys are listening to this, you will all know uh, what Bronny went through. It sounds like he is in stable condition, or reports are that he is in stable conditioning after uh, suffering cardiac arrest at a practice and collapsing. Um, this is a all-too-real uh, story in uh, my household as I have been dealing with a heart problem my entire life. Uh, never um, suffered anything like this, a couple of, like palpitations and, and irregular heartbeats and stuff, but um, you know, talking to my mom after I was kind of done playing sports, she always said that she was always really kind of holding her breath because this just was always playing, uh, the storyline, um, was always just kind of playing in the back of her mind or in her worst nightmares. So, you know, for me now being a father, uh, and having, you know, <laughs> experienced heart stuff, uh, my entire life to this point, um, I know about all of this all too well. So to Bronnie, um, best wishes, safe and speedy recovery to uh, the, you know, the rest of the James family, prayers and, and, and support as all of you deal with this. Um, and, and yeah, it's just, uh, you know, this seems to have been one, one of the better outcomes or the best outcome uh, to this point. And we'll see how he recovers and all of that stuff. But for right now, I'm happy to hear that he is uh, in in stable condition and ready to move forward. And, you know, congrats, you know, great work from the USC uh, medical team there on hand. Um, I think one thing that we should really seriously consider in this country is having those AEDs available on hand at all schools and, and, and all of that. Uh, to be able to have as quick a resuscitation as necessary. And uh, fortunately, that seems to have been the case. This was the case here in, in Bronnie's case. And, uh, you know, you never you never know. The, might have saved his life. So, um, yeah, glad he's better. All the best to, to the entire James to family. And now we segue awkwardly to the show. by Harrison Fagan, who struck out on Barbieheimer weekend. That is that is a thing that happened. I did not know that somebody could strike oh, out on movie theater. He always seems to get involved. But you I'm managed to do it twice in a week, and that's impressive. Dude. Right on top of the yeah, is that your you know, is that your is that your uh, L for the for the last couple weeks? I mean, it's definitely well, think, uh, it's definitely Anthony the most times in one weekend that I have failed to see a movie. I I failed to see movies before, but you know, like on <laughs> busy opening weekends, this? whatever. But definitely the first yeah. time it has happened twice. That is um, wild. That is Barbie like, because you know, of demand, Oppenheimer because I had plans cancel and I, I couldn't refund just like one of the tickets. I had to refund like the group that we all bought it together. So I ended up missing it. But I'm going to see both of them. Yeah, I, I'm going to I didn't try to go see either of them because I have children. But um, tonight, I think once the kids go down and 
Oh, well, I guess it'll be yesterday by the time you guys are listening to this. Well, I'll, I'll throw this up on YouTube quickly enough that I can preview this, but I'm supposed to do Locked on Lakers tonight, which is going to be super weird. Super weird. Like They're, like, they're, they're reversing your ban? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I thought you were banned um, from supposed, the show. I thought that's I'm what supposed happened, to man. do it like a few a, a few days this week. Um, I think Brian is out. Andy asked me if I could pop in, so I'm going to do that. But it did you ever? Yeah, see, um, Andy definitely likes us better than Brian because he's the one I always get the yeah. invite from when Brian like Brian's like Brian's like now nah, I have be- I have better guests lined up for yeah. when Andy and he does like I you know yeah. the, from when they did their late night happy hour stuff they were getting some great guests but yeah um, I guess that was all Brian Andy Andy just I guess is not <laughs> friends with anyone I don't know like he's just um but like did you when you were a kid did you ever um. Did you ever go see a house that you moved out of after, like, you know, you lived there a while? Like, go inside of it? Or yeah. Or just, like, from the outside? Uh, either. Well, so I only I only lived in two houses growing up. So, mm-hmm. no, like, we lived in a condo for, you know, until I was, like, 10-ish. And then we moved to, like, the house where my parents still live. Uh, yeah. So not really, but we have driven by the old condo a number of times. And it's it's funny to see that they – I don't even think they've repainted it or anything in the years since then. It's, like, it's the same landlord, clearly, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, everything is intact. It's it's the Fagan original. <laughs> I uh, maybe they kept it like a museum. It's like Harrison. Yeah, Fagan it's a historical here. landmark. They're like you know, they're, they're, they're <laughs> this human giraffe hybrid lived here, and uh, you know, Corona Del Mar has declared it a historical site. Um, so I I, I kind of so when I was a kid, um, because yeah, we lived in a condo, and then we moved into the house that my parents now live in too, and um, for some reason, the people who moved into our house let us into the house after we like we were like <laughs> yeah well because like we we lived in a we lived in this um condominium complex that like a bunch of our old friends still lived in so we just like happened to be at like a at a block party there and the people who were living in our old house were at the block party and i they asked us like do you want to come in and see what we've done with the house and we did <laughs> And I remember um, my house, my, my room was generally pretty plain. So like posters here and there that I took with me in the move and stuff. Um, I remember I walked in and obviously I, I grew up in a boy's room. Explosion of pink was like, <laughs> whoa, ah, this, is- this is where it's going. Okay. I was wondering <laughs> this how is- all this tied back. This is so weird. Like this is like I was like, "Whoa!" Like and, and then so I've seen all of the press for Barbie over the weekend. It just like threw me back to that. And also like because I'm going to go had on It already on, feminized your room before it even came out. That's that's it, how powerful this movie was. <laughs> it was yeah, it was planting. Well, the seeds have been planted. Did you read the thing that like I guess Mattel is like they're they're pitching movies with all of their old toys and like they're moving away from being a toy company they're going to be a movie ip oh, company that's, now that's, that's where the movie that's where all the money yeah. is now anthony haven't you heard yeah. like all the money's in ip that's the only movies that can make money anymore yeah but anyway i i picture going on locked on lakers today walking into my <laughs> old room and andy has just thrown up all kinds of pink stuff all all throughout my uh my old show but i'm yeah, looking andy, forward big to fan it of fun. pink that's 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 what they say about him, you know. Uh, today on the show, Barbie. we are. <laughs> 
you know, when I see Andy, I think Kendall, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just right there. Same hair and everything. Um, but yeah, I, today on the show, we're going to talk about Jalen Brown and the extension that he got a lot of money for Jalen Brown, a lot of Jalen Brown. So I'm going to mock the Celtics a little bit, and then we're going to use that to discuss Anthony Davis's potential extension that he is eligible to sign, I believe in like a week or so. Um, as we are recording now, he can sign it in like August is when he can start uh, getting ready to do that. Uh, he actually, I believe, is eligible right now. Uh, according to Yossi over at uh, Yossi Goslan. Goslan? Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce Goslan. his last? Goslan, Goslan yeah. I think. Because yeah. um, I know you've had him on the show. Uh, he, According to him, uh, July 2023 until uh, the day before the start of the regular season, AD is eligible for three yeah. years, $170 million, uh, approximately. So we're, we're going to discuss that. And then, look, we are in the middle of, of the offseason where there is very little to talk about. But I do find, like, you and I have lots of discussions about all kinds of stuff. And if people want to check out, they can check out. If you want to stick around, you can stick around. But Harrison and I are going to talk about kind of the state of comic book content um, and large IP content as we just saw this giant success that Barbie had over the weekend compared to some of the flops that we've seen from comic book stuff. And uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll discuss that. So uh, interesting, weird show that is very much a July 25th show. Um, anyway, let's talk about Jalen Brown. So is it five years, $304 million is yeah. um, the number that he got from Boston. It took a long time to get there. And I kind of wondered if this was kind of the inflection point, uh, if Jalen might be the inflection point where guys don't just get the max that they are uh, due. And um, we've seen teams in the past make that decision not to give that extension and instead trade a player because the number was too high. But I kind of wondered if this, if this was going to be the first signing that, you know, where the player re-signs with the team that he that he signs for, but not at the full max, just because he is eligible at that max number. Um, yeah. Turns out that is not how this played out. He does get that full max number. I don't know if he's ever going to play under that extension for the Boston Celtics. Um, I, you know, I think he'll play out this year, and I think there will be a lot of trade talks surrounding him throughout this year um, for a variety of reasons. But my first and, and all right, well, two, I mean, he's been two, in trade talks his whole Celtics tenure. Why change yeah. that now? You know, just yeah, you, like there's that. I there's a lot going on here. One, I think it's really cool that Jalen gets this amount of money, right? Like that's the thing that you have to get out of the way, and and you have to congratulate him on the success and blah 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 blah. So way to go, Jalen. <laughs> so you, Secondly, you sound, you sound or you sound really hyped about it. You're like, yeah, blah blah blah. I don't know blah, why we have know, to whatever. congratulate people about this, like. <laughs> We live in a weird time where we have to like root for these guys to become <laughs> way richer than we'll ever be. But anyway, I, I um, love it when people become part of the 1% personally, I, I think it's great. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. I, I saw all kinds of people like if you, if anybody criticized the contractors, I'll like, go, oh, you just hate that he's rich. It's like, I, no, it's that like, no, yeah, I mean, good for him. I, you know, he's marketable <laughs> still. That's how the world works. Like, yeah. he, you know, his, his ability to dribble with one hand has earned him <laughs> more than Barbie and Oppenheimer made in their opening weekend combined. So I, I think that 
like the, 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 my, my basketball takeaway from this is that like, good. Um, Boston is worse now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like, so long as he's on their roster, Boston is going to be worse uh, because it's very, it's a very simple, and it's probably an oversimplification. I'm very good at those. But generally speaking, in a capped sport where individual earnings themselves are capped, if you are going to be, if you're going to have a player on your contract or on your books um, who makes more than every other player in the NBA, but isn't the best player in the NBA, you are going to be hamstrung to a certain extent, right? Jalen Brown isn't Giannis. He's not Jokic. He's not like he is Jalen Brown a top 10 player. Probably not. No, the, the fact that I we don't, don't yeah, know. Not even, no <laughs> scratch. Probably. No, he, he's not. Yeah. So like, I was being too nice. I, for me, for me, like the Laker fan, I'm like, he basically, cool. He basically made the All NBA team. Not, you know, again, this is not to diminish his achievement. It, it's sort of incredible, you know, what he's done going from like the player he was at Berkeley to the player he is now is sort of astounding and you know a real testament to sort of his hard work and growth and all of that. But yeah, I mean, he basically reporters kind of got like bullied into voting him onto the All NBA team because it it mattered for him money wise. Yeah, uh, Aaron is literally calling me right now. Should I take it? Get on the air? Yeah, just tell, yeah. Him, tell him you're on. Yeah. Hey, hey, buddy, I'm, I'm, I'm literally recording with Harrison right now. Do you want to say you're hi live. To What's up, Aaron? Hello? <laughs> hi, everybody. How's everybody doing? This is great I guess audio. Is... I can barely hear him, so I know I the audience. Is not... There. Okay. Do you, do you, I think you should hear yeah. him now. I turned it way up on my phone. Okay. Uh, I guess this is a good time to tell you guys I'm flying back in like a month. So are we all getting together? Aaron, Benny Hanna at your place? <laughs> Benny Hanna at Aaron's place. A real Benny Hanna, though? Not, not that bullshit you try to add to Benny Hanna. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Aaron, I was... You called me because I was asking about AD's contract, and we figured out the number that he can sign this year, or this month. He can start signing it all the way up until the beginning of the season. From, from August 4th until the beginning of... Uh, from August 4th until the beginning of the regular season, he can sign the extension. That is, that is correct. The, the reason I'm calling you is because I was confused by your question. You said, what is the max he can get this year? But obviously, the extension would not... Uh, yeah. impact this year's contract nor next year's contract, which you would have to opt into as a condition of getting the extension. He has an uh, ETL early termination option for next season, which uh, he would not be able to exercise. So he would have to opt into next year's contract and then also uh, get, I think it's three for 167, I believe. Um, so it would be, if he signs that extension, it would basically be the Lakers would have him for the next five years, including this upcoming season. So from 23, 24, and then that would be the first of a, what ends up being five years of him with the Lakers. 
Aaron, would you wow, would you Aaron give him one sixty seven? He just confirmed the Lakers are offering less than the max. The max he can get this year, like it would change. It does not change. No, it doesn't. This year's contract. Yeah. Yeah. Would you give him that contract? Absolutely. Oh, I was hoping you would like say that it was cutting out. The connection was cutting out. <laughs> like. <laughs> 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 oh, it looks like I lost you. <laughs> I yeah, I can't believe it's even a discussion. But any, that's what Harrison and I are going to discuss. Where would you where 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 would you put Anthony Davis? Like, I don't care if you have him fifth or seventh or tenth or twelfth or fourteenth or whatever on the best player in the NBA list. Like, those dudes get max money why wouldn't you give him max money i mean jalen brown just got it so yeah yeah harrison is saying jalen brown just got got max max money and it's like yeah J- jalen brown's got 304 million so <laughs> uh, anthony davis while, while older to be fair while older um is a better is better at basketball than jalen brown so jalen brown will never be as good at basketball as anthony davis is right now i'm gonna go ahead and predict that one yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, is, J- is Jalen Brown any? And look, that's a California Golden Bear, so you know, I'm rooting for Jalen. I was gonna I'm say, Aaron's gonna defend the, his uh, guy. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the one, his one year as a California Golden Bear, where I believe he had six uh, turnovers in his one tournament game for Cal when they were the four seed. I, I think he shot Hawaii. like six for like uh, thirty I mean, I from the field he, or he something. Fouled out, like, and I think uh, yeah, three of those, three of those six turnovers were offensive fouls. So. But despite that, it was it was a good uh, preview of what he would do in the playoffs, like when he got to the NBA. I, I, yeah, he activated playoff is, mode is, in the tournament. Is, is my boy gonna actually like learn how to dribble in an NBA game? Is, <laughs> is what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm asking. Yeah, I, that's usually that's usually the kind of question I want to ask as I'm handing the guy a three hundred and four million dollar contract. Hey, can you learn to dribble? It's kind of like the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's like Andrew Wiggins, can you care about basketball? Try maybe. Like I promise. Not until, not until he's doing the work. So. <laughs> All right, Aaron, I'm gonna get back to the show. All right, fellas. Uh, Harrison, I still don't hear you, but uh, nice to talk to you if you were speaking also. But I can hear you. Love you both. Enjoy the show. And uh, yeah. See you in a month. Anthony Davis gets all, Anthony Davis gets all his money and Betty Hanna in a month. All right. That went well. You're going to get so many you know complaints what? about the audio quality of that segment. I promise you, you need to li- you need to listen back to it for sure. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, all right. So the the central point of that and the reason that Aaron called in the first place was the number that uh, AD can sign at, which is three years, one hundred and sixty seven million. Which no, would no, mean no, that no. He- yeah, yeah, Yossi said approximately one seventy. So I don't know. I, I I took that the Lakers are offering less than the max. That's the headline that I'm running with at SSR. <laughs> That's when that's when Aaron Lakers. does do like the sorry we got to yeah can't, no I'm uh, telling you the La- the uh, Lakers they said they're like Anthony Davis you are worth three million less than the max okay we are holding we are holding steady at one sixty seven all right no yeah. we will not go to one seventy okay that is there's a veterans minimum contract that we can squeeze into that space <laughs> and we need to save that for when we have to sign a buyout guy okay yeah um. So yeah, I, actually, I, not even because it's a multi-year deal. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it'd be it's one, like, one yeah, it's a buyout guy each year of the contract. Of the, yeah, yeah, it's a it's one a buyout guy. Pro-rated minimum. Each, each, yeah, the yeah. pro-rated minimum. <laughs> um, 
Like, AD, you want us to sign a wash center at midseason or not? It's 167, okay? We could sign Andre Drummond three different times, Do you times, want Anthony. Tristan Thompson on the last day of the regular season every year? <laughs> um, so I want to, like, let's go back to Jalen, though. And, you know, the point that, that Aaron was making, the point that we have made at this point, is about Jalen, the basketball player, who I think, by the way, is like, I think he's overslotted as the second best player on Boston's team. And um, although he thinks he's underslotted, he thinks he should be the best player on a team, which good luck Atlanta. Um, I mean, like Jeremy Grant thought that he should be the best player on the team. So this is not an uncommon view among NBA. Oh no, no, no. Like, like, yeah. 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 All, all NBA players have that kind of confidence. You don't make it to that level without thinking that you can sort of get to that, you know, Next I don't know year. if you listened to uh, Dion Waiters. He did a show with, or he he did an appearance on Dan Levitard's podcast, and he talked about like his confidence level, right? And he was like, for him, he was like, "Look, man, my mom got shot, my dad got shot, I think one of his grandparents got shot," and he's just like, it, "You you have to be super confident in basketball when that's going on in your life." And I'm not saying that that's what every player develops their confidence from. But, like, he went on to, like, you know, they were talking about Kevin Durant. And they were like, it's got to be maddening to guard Kevin Durant. Because no matter what you do, KD is going to get a clean shot off and you have to hope he misses. And he's like, yeah, but that's how players have to feel when they're guarding me. (laughs) It's like, that's Dion Waiters saying that um, at the situation that he's playing in right now. Whereas, you know, Jalen Brown, I would imagine. and, And look, like, I... I also I mean, kind of man get who it. also once said, even when I was fat, I was still getting buckets. So, you know, Dion Waiters <laughs> has never lacked for content. I have that. I have that, that screen grab of that quote graphic on my yeah. phone in my, in my folder. Like I, I use that sometimes. He repeated the line. He like, he was yeah. saying that like he, he reused the line when he, when he, when he was on Levitard's show, but um, Jalen Brown though, look he will Jalen Brown's like even when I was one-handed I was still getting buckets you know yeah (laughs) but like Jalen all right so when I say there's a lot going on here it's on basketball and it's not basketball right because he says that like he doesn't always feel comfortable in Boston and that like there's a bunch of racial stuff that goes on there that that or racist stuff that goes on there that he doesn't particularly uh, like and um so you have that as 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 an aspect of this conversation uh he his is to your point earlier sick of the trade rumors that always surrounds him that like anytime any player becomes available that the bot that the celtics might have any interest in it's his name that gets thrown in there Right. I would and imagine it's, and it's not even just that, but it's every single time it happens. There are reports that Jason Tatum is recruiting the guy. Yeah, there's also that. I, Jay, I would like, love does anyone, to... does anyone think no one are, is arguing harder? Your point that Jalen is underqualified as a number two option on a title contender. Nobody believes that more than Jason Tatum. <laughs> I can't. I just it's like, like every I would single like time, be... it's like, oh man, Jason Tatum, you know, a lot of connections with Bradley Beal. Jason Tatum, he's been recruiting KD. Jason Tatum, <laughs> you know, this summer he's recruiting Dame. He's like, guys, yeah. I need, please, I need someone else to dribble besides me <laughs> in the cr- in crunch time, and it can't be Jalen. <laughs> do you think like, do you think Jalen sits there with like his friends and family, 
and just like waiting for the situation where Jason's name is actually the one that they're like lobbing out there <laughs> to, to bring yeah. him some help. Like, <laughs> like he, he's just he's just sitting there like, all right, Katie's available. Send Jason. Send. I'm I'm uh, frankly no, surprised we didn't get like a Shit. you know Jalen Brown is recruiting Kyrie back in a sign and trade for Jason Tatum or something headline this summer. I believe they see eye to eye on some on some stuff, like that, but yeah, I believe so. Um, but yeah, I, I, I get why NBA players are that kind of confident. You have to be that kind of confident to succeed in that world where it is very much zero sum and is very much cutthroat and it's zero sum sometimes within your own, on your own team, right? Like Jalen gets this contract. Jason's going to be ready for his soon. I would imagine. And you know, is Jalen going to be on the team? When, uh, <laughs> when Jason is, is, uh, eligible or, or, or gets that next contract, I think that's very much in doubt. I'd be surprised if he was. Jason, Jason is actually extension eligible as well. Uh, this off season for, oh uh, yeah, no, he's, he's extension eligible for 305 for, uh, million. <laughs> no, two years, 98 million. Uh, so oh. don't think he's going to be taking that one. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> unlikely. He is eligible for the five years 304 next summer. So, you know, we'll be it's it's going to be so funny when his gets done on the first day of free agency. There's like no there's no leaks about, oh, they're going back and forth. They're doing this and that, whatever. His is going to get done the first day of free agency. And then Jalen's going to demand a trade. That's how I'm predicting next offseason plays <laughs> out. <laughs> Uh, Jason yeah. also will get Jason also gets a player option on the final year uh, and <laughs> somehow a bigger trade kicker. I don't even know if that's legal. I don't think it is, but somehow I, they, they work it in there. I remember, um, I forget which two players it was. I think Kobe was one of them and or another player probably at his position, but one player got their contract and then the next player negotiated a contract that was $1 more. Or it just happened also in baseball where Mike Trout. Ke uh, so I remember Kevin Garnett did this where he wanted to surpass Alex Rodriguez as like the highest paid athlete in professional sports. And so he did like, I think it was like, I think it was 1 million more on his, you know, multi-year contract, you know, than Rodriguez had just gotten or something like that back in the day. Yeah. Um, Mike Trout also, yes. <laughs> um, he he also like specifically asked for like a hundred million dollars more than Bryce Harper Harper got. Like he was I just mean, fair was, ask. Yeah, I mean you look at. I, although I think Trout's had some injury issues since. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. Neither of those have gone very well. Yeah. Still, Dodgers go trade for Otani, please. Just like give me this one, please. Anyway, um, yeah, I the what do you think though about like Boston getting worse though? Like, do you think because Either. I don't think they're worse. I mean, they may have gotten worse. I don't. They didn't get worse this off season through this extension. Obviously, like yeah, it's, right. It's, it's the, the same, same player, player same money. Said. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they maybe got worse this off season through the other transactions that they made, and that yeah. will you know remain to be seen. And you know, all, all of the other questions about them, like to me, those have not gone away because of any of this. I, I think that long term, you know, I, which I assume is what you're implying. Uh, I think long term, this does. It, I mean, it, it's impossible to argue the other way that it doesn't. Put yeah. them in a worse position as far as roster building and i hate 
the thing that I hate most about this new CBA is that it has forced us to make this point because, mm -hmm. you know, previously it's just like, well, ownership just spend, you know, like just spend. It doesn't matter. Sign yeah. the good player. Sign them for the maximum amount of money. They've earned it. Their salaries are artificially capped at a certain amount, you know, like especially for these contracts. I think maybe the best point that you're making is uh, as far as Jalen is these Supermax contracts, they're either the best deal that you can make in sports because that player would be getting so much more if it was an actual uncapped, you know, free market yeah. where teams could just throw in their biggest bid and there was not like an artificial, you know, kind of ceiling on what these guys could get your prime LeBron's your Giannis is your even Jason Tatum when he's going to be coming up for this you know all these guys that that's the best value contract in sports when you're giving it to one of these guys that's like a top five player in the NBA but yeah. when you're giving it to a guy who is not that it is artificially constraining especially under this new CBA which has put in actual basketball reasons to not yeah. spend money and so now it forces you know blog boys like us to sit here and actually pocket watch on these guys because you know we're sitting here like when the lakers make this deal with ad it's going to make it harder for them to continue to build around around ad and in whatever sort of form that mm -hmm. you know that extension takes i'm not saying that they shouldn't give him that extension they absolutely should because you know that's just what you do and do you, you think they will keep i think they will yeah um hmm. Hmm. i think they will I, I didn't when the offseason started. There was like some like I remember McMenamin was sort of saying, you know, originally that they might wait. And this is sort of like a prove it year for AD type of thing. And then his tenor even sort of changed when he was on the low post. So like he expected and, you know, I, I sort of trust him. He's really well plugged yeah. in, in uh, especially like with both camps there. Yeah. yeah. And so I I do think it will get done. I think it's the right decision for the Lakers, even if there are obviously concerns, you know, long term about paying AD that much money, you know, into his mid 30s. But I, I think you sort of have to do it just because, you know, do you really want to waste more of the season having this guy be like feel like he's, you know, playing for a contract or arguing with you or like you don't have his back or whatever you know is he going to come back quicker from injuries if you know he's not locked up under a long-term deal you know i i certainly don't think so if i was his representation i would not advise him to do that you know uh especially given his sort of long-term injury concerns so I, I think it'll get done but you know extension taking it back to the point extensions like these they do now under this new sort of super tax second lead apron whatever you want to call it where you know you start getting knocked back draft picks you start getting you know I, I don't care about the owners getting having to pay more money whatever that's not my yeah, concern okay. but uh, losing draft picks getting draft picks knocked back having you know sort of your options hamstrung the inability to make trades the inability to sign buyout guys aggregate salary not inability to make trades but harder to make trades you know yeah. with matching salaries and all of that stuff you know it, it does create a basketball argument to be like hey you know, this is good. Having good players on your team is good. And so, you know, even if you have to overpay a little bit or and not even overpay in most of these cases, these guys would get this contract from another team. It's just yeah. it does create very real constraints for you now. Yeah, I. It's why in I a thought way that Jaylen... it didn't before. Before it created optional constraints that you yeah. could then criticize the team owners for choosing to like, you know, hey, they're choosing not to spend money. This is their choice. Now they're actual. This is the smartest thing the owners did in the new CBA is that they're actual basketball arguments to not do this. And so they can hide their cheapness under the auspices of real basketball consequences. It's why I thought Jalen would be the first one who would get less than the full max that he could get and remain on the team. I don't think right? he would have signed. Uh, maybe not, but you know, 
still like even if even if he doesn't sign like even if Boston doesn't offer the full 304 million bucks and maybe that's why this took so long by the way like he and his camp just didn't blink and he said no I'm just not going to sign if not for this um trade me if not and they said well fine We'll, we'll I mean, keep it you did, on the books it, at that it number. took quite a while. So, uh, and the, the only, the, seemingly the only win Boston was able to get was not having a player option in there. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, in talking to some people at Summer League, there was like legitimate conversation about how this would all play out. And, you know, there were, there were a few camps on it, I would say. Like, there were some people that I spoke to who said this will probably still wind up getting done. And, um, there's no rush on this kind of thing. And, you know, there's vacations and stuff like that, that like it maybe explain why this was taking a little longer than usual. Um, but the most people that I spoke to, the, the I would probably say the vast majority of people that I spoke to said like, yeah, there's legitimate negotiating going on here. There's, yeah. there's, there's, and, 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 um, the reason that that is noteworthy is because like historically with your, best or even second best player on your team if they're max eligible it's always just like no negotiation necessary here's the contract you can sign it go enjoy your offseason everybody just kind of moves on and yeah we all we're all gonna pop bottles and like of champagne and celebrate this and you know we're all happy to continue to working together you know that's normally how these contracts go Right. And, and that is to say that like, that isn't still kind of the case here with Boston. Like I, I would imagine that there are plenty of people within the organ, the, within the Celtics in to have dinner with Brad Stevens to celebrate this. <laughs> I, I can't even, I can't even fathom then them eating at the same restaurant. Like I fat, I like, I see Brad Stevens as like strictly Chick-fil-A. Like <laughs> it's like all he eats. Brad is Stevens, like, Brad Stevens seems like, like, like big Applebee's guy, you know, he like a Denny's. <laughs> Like I hop. Yeah. <laughs> I hoop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, anyway, but I, I, this was, this was an interesting one. And, and like, you know, anytime I've criticized the CBA, um, the pushback has always been, well, there are things that the players got also, but, um, I, they, nobody, I, in no way am I saying that like the CBA was just the owners winning. But the fact that this is now a negotiation at the top of the sport and you have people like Austin Rivers saying the people in the middle of the sport are getting squeezed, which is also therefore going to squeeze people at the bottom of the sport because there's going to be the middle type of player who is going to be fighting for the minimum contracts on good teams that now aren't going to go to a certain kind of player. Like, yeah, the CBA you know, I, I, I think the, the middle class that existed between the mid-level and, you know, the max contract, like a lot of those are just going to be gone. And yeah. so I, I just I, I think that this CBA, like I, I think there's going to be a lockout in a couple of years when the players kind of see the when the middle class sees the consequences of this CBA and that it has sort of allowed owners to be like, hey, yeah, like, you know, hey, all we can offer you, Christian Wood, is the minimum. Yeah, because I've, we have these I've, tax constraints and we have all this other stuff going on. I really laughed at um, again. Vegas is such an, a unique situation because normally, normally I just stick to my bubble here in Texas and I cover the Lakers the way that I do. 
And there are a few people that I text around the league and there's enough, like I have enough of a net that I can just kind of like get by and, and be fairly well informed on what's going on and, and be able to purvey it to you guys. But in Vegas, it is very different in Vegas. It doesn't matter almost where you are. Um, especially if you stay at the right kind of hotel, you are going to bump into people. You are going to sit next to people in the gym. You are going to bump into people at the bar there, like right outside the main entrance. You went to, to the gym? Oh, yeah. It, like a few times, actually. Yeah. I was working wow. hard, look, Harrison. I, I would have recorded except for that stupid EDM music, which people really oh. did. Oh, you meant, you, meant the, you meant like where they're playing the games. Yeah, no. What, you okay. Talk, you had me go I to thought, the gym? I, I thought you were, you were claiming. I don't even know you, if my uh, hotel you had ran a gym. Into, you ran into Brad Stevens on the Stairmaster. You know, you're no, like, I you actually know, I saw him he at was yelling at Jalen, you're not getting a player option <laughs> while while walking upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I um but yeah, when you're there at the gym, you know, you're able to have conversations with people or, or be parts of conversations that like you wouldn't normally be parts of. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I just my, my favorite, my favorite like tool that like gets added to the toolbox over years is having a conversation with like, you know, most conversations with like multiple people, right? Everybody kind of like circles off and then you have another conversation over there that's kind of circled off and whatever. And it's always kind of funny to see like if there just happens to be enough actually NBA important people having that kind of conversation all of the circled off conversations around them are held at like muted levels. So the people could kind of sort of like listen in to what's yeah, going on yeah. over here, you know? And, and um, yeah, like, you know, I remember, I, I'm not going to say who I overheard saying this or whatever, but I do, you know, as part of having a conversation over here with some Celtics people, we were all listening into this conversation over there with actual Celtics people. It was like a Celtics game. I believe it just ended. And, and, I'm 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 kind of listening in and and it's like yeah Jalen's pissed. Jalen wanted everything. And I and yeah. I and I just I I, re I remember hearing that and everybody in my conversation just like stopped talking. He's like guys, we actually have to make it look like we're talking. No, How about Peyton Pritchard like, everybody? What does everybody think about that? <laughs> it's like everyone's been saying, you know, it's totally normal that these extension negotiations take multiple weeks that a player goes on vacation in the middle of them without getting their yeah. extension. That happens all the time. Always. Uh, and then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>